Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Dangerous, And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper. And we are back with another episode of Wave, Wave of, of the, the Planet. Planet. So, um, how has your week been, Bop? How's your week been? Uh, you know, it's been, I don't know, it's been good, but bad at the same time. I felt like I had a really good weekend. Um, I got a lot of things to do, or I got a lot of things done. Uh, I went out to Dallas, and I went to... Um, I went to a club and I saw Downlink Live at uh, the Lizard Lounge, so that was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, that was it. Was pretty much it. Like I just did a lot of homework and uh, had fun there. But then I, I got caught up on the Bachelor and uh, I'm pretty, hey. <laughs> pretty irritated on that on how that all uh, unfolded. To be honest. Okay, but. so just a real quick recap. Spoiler: Demi went home. Demi went home at the beginning, right? No, she went home at like the end. Okay, then you're behind an episode. Yeah, well, that I haven't watched this week's episode yet. I haven't. I I have Hulu, so I, um, I missed the viewing party on Monday at the. Uh, no, P. the week before, someone else went home too. Oh yeah, yeah, Sydney, I think. Yeah, Sydney got sent home at the rose ceremony. So this week. Oh no no no! He sent somebody else home as well, and then yeah. somebody at the rose. There's like three people went home. Yeah, because yeah. he gave their. Four girl, I think four and girls already Thailand. had roses, and then three girls got them. To like, okay, so Monday decided rose Onyeka ceremony. Went home, I believe. No, no she's still in there. Onyeka. Um. Yes. Uh, okay. So off the top of my head, Onyeka, Hannah G, Cassie, Kaylin, um, who was the other one? And two other girls. I don't know, but I think are still was, there. I think it was the. Uh, I think it was Nicole finally got sent home. She was. Uh, or no. She, yes, it was Nicole yeah, was and what's her face and the other girl who was talking about her evidently. Oh, not yeah. any. On, not I on thought Yeka. it was on Was it? I thought it was. I don't know. It might have been. Okay, so okay <laughs> Monday. I haven't watched it either. But Monday decides like the final four, like hometowns. And then from that four, it will determine. Who will be on the Bachelorette, right? Uh, kind of. So I have a feeling. They uh, take, don't they take? I okay. So this is the first time I've ever even um, tried to get into the Bachelor. I've never watched it before this, so I don't really know how it works. But how okay. it was explained to me was they only take for like the Bachelor or the Bachelorette. They only take somebody from the like home visits. Um, usually kind of sort of that's around like what they do. Yeah. Or like if a woman or a man really gets kind of screwed over, then yeah, they're going to be the next. So, um, I mean, I know who goes to hometowns and I know who I want to be the next bachelorette. I think my favorite well, now, um, probably. <laughs> no, that's not Demi. Dude, I like Demi. She was fun. I, no, I do too. I just think that they didn't have that strong of a connection and he told her that. So, you know. But she also went there with the uh, wrong intentions. Yeah, I agree. Like, don't know? get me wrong. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, She's from Texas, so we got a little bit of peace of her in our hearts. <laughs> um, yeah, who's your favorite? Uh, I don't... Man, it's probably between Hannah B. and uh, Kaylin. Hannah B., that's the other one, too. Um, I really... I like Hannah B. and Kaylin. I also am a fan of Cassie and Hannah G. I like Cassie and Hannah G. a lot. Which was so. the one who had never been kissed? Heather. Heather. Still, that's who it is. I know. Cassie, Heather, um, Hannah B., Hannah G., Heather, and um, 
Kalen. Which I thought was funny because later in that episode, Heather came up and again and it said, has never been kissed before. And I was like. Yeah. But then they kissed on their wall. Yeah, I know. But they, that came on after that. Mm. So I was like. Editing. Somebody needs to change that. Ed, well, that <laughs> means that she had had that confessional before um, she went on her date. So that's a little editing error that yeah, they made. <laughs> um, my week was good. My week has been kind of rough, actually. It's very um, – we're getting to that point where it's like close to midterms. You, like you're already kind of in a set schedule. I'm really kind of in a new schedule with my other job. And so it's like – a little bit stressful. Mm-hmm. I have a lot going on, a lot of stuff coming up, and I'm kind of like, I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just so tired, but um, it's okay. I'm getting through it. Hey, you only got, what, 10 weeks you got this? Dude, no lie, yeah. You got Like it. 10, 11 weeks of school left, and that it's we're literally in week six right now, <sighs> and that just drives me nuts. Like, it's gone by so fast. Oh, I don't I don't know, but I'm also starting to get really excited. Um I made a timeline plan for myself. There you go. I'm getting a credit card next month, which is scary, but like I'm not really, I'm really getting a credit card to build up credit. Yeah, I was like, keep a low limit on that, like 200 max, and try not to, like, just like, you know, fill up your gas on it once a month and pay it off. You'll be all right. Well, like spring break, me and uh, I'm going up to Longview to see my best friend, and we're going to go to Louisiana one day. And so I'll probably just use it to like, um, man, get a hotel room and like stuff like that. So, I, man, I plan on going and traveling in spring break, but instead, I'm moving into a house. Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh well, so. see, that's still fun though. I mean, don't get me wrong; it is, but uh, <laughs> don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, I would much rather than have to, spending all that my time off, you know, moving into a house, unpacking everything. Yeah. I, would, I would like to go. I, I planned on. Um, well, one, I wanted to go to my friend's wedding, but I wasn't able to go to that because of work anyway. Yeah. Um, but two, I was like, you know what? I'm, I'd just drive to Colorado, just stay with some of my family for a little bit, visit yeah. with them, and come back. I have know? friends going to Colorado. So, And I was like, I, I would love to go with them, but I just know that I'm only going to be able to be gone for five days. Right, so I was exactly. like, I'll go somewhere local. I've never actually had like a – I've never actually gone on a spring break trip. I've never had like Me a either. spring break. I've always been at work. Same. So – um, I'm excited or, you know, even when I worked somewhere at home, like I'd go back home and work for a week. So I'm excited to have that time off. Um, songs of the week. All right. I'm going to have to start it out with the OG, um, the... OG, uh, break up with your boyfriend on board, <laughs> Avril Lavigne and girlfriend. So we have a story about Avril Lavigne coming up, and one of my favorite conspiracy theories is the fact is the one about Avril Lavigne actually um, being dead and her having a um, what is it like a body double or just like a someone who like fills in for her called Melissa. Mm-hmm. I, conspiracy theories to me are so I don't necessarily believe them, but I think they're so funny. So, doppelganger, yeah, like a doppelganger. Well, yeah, she has a doppelganger named Melissa, and. Um, Ava Levine actually died a couple years ago, and so Melissa is the one who now, um, whatever, does her music and stuff. So she came out with a new song and a tweet. I was like, okay, Melissa. <laughs> so, um, but you, is that, that's why? Because this is the OG breakup with your girlfriend? Well, yeah, that, and then of course, you know, the story with Avril Levine. But I, it's mostly like, I just remember, this is one of those 10 songs that I had on repeat. Um, when I was younger, when I played uh, Burnout Paradise City. 
and there's like 80 songs on their track list, and I had like 70 of them, so I unchecked them all, so that only those 10 songs would be playing while I played, and this is one of them, so... Uh, it's just something I grew up listening to on repeat. <laughs> I think we all, I mean, I remember listening to this song. I think I had it on a Now CD. I was about to say, I was like, there, I, I doubt anybody from like our like generation has not heard oh, this. Oh, they know at least this once. one. Or if, at least like, if not this song, heard the Skater Boy. Skater or at least Boy. seen the memes. Like. <laughs> Skater Boy. Um, oh, see you later, boy. When, when you're gone. Oh, that's a soul crushing one. I used to listen to that one and cry. Um, let's take a listen to Skater Boy. Um, no, Girlfriend. <laughs> So, um, solid track, solid track, I'll give you that. I would say it's, like, one of those original edgy teen A. <laughs> she was, like, the, like, I don't know, she, every generation has one, um, and she was, like, our generation's, like, edgy teen. Yeah. And she had, like, the stripes in her hair, the stripes, like, in her hair and stuff, and you're like, I want to be Ava Levine, and she kind of made it cool to be a tomboy, that's what I remember about her, because mm-hmm. she didn't dress conventional, oh, and, like, yeah. you know, but she was, like, a real, t- like, skater kinda boy. Do, do your own thing kind of deal. I started skateboarding because of skater boy, hey. I did. <laughs> um, I skateboarded for a while, actually. Um, well, that's a good pick, as usual, Bob. And what about you, Shade? What is going to be your song of the week this week? Okay, so I don't know. A lot of the music that I listen to and find is just weird (laughs) and funny. Uh, This song, okay, you know what? We're going to watch the music video. I'm going to have to turn it down anyways because there's a couple curse words in it. Um, But just I just want you to watch the music video with me because it's so funny. Um, It's called Sweater by Spencer Sutherland. Okay. So that's um, <laughs> sweater. <laughs> the music video is just funny. Uh, yeah, no, that's uh, definitely like story of my life. I definitely understand that feeling. <laughs> so basically, he like works at a bowling alley, and it's like his ex girlfriend walks in, and literally she just has his sweater on. Mm-hmm. And so the whole song is like, "Why is she wearing my sweater? I I want it back." <laughs> that or they'll come to like the bar you work at wearing a sh- like one of your shirts, knowing that they'll run into you, like knowing you work there. Like okay, <laughs> thanks. And so yeah, exactly. 
And so I don't know. I don't know where I found this song. I think it no, was that's like a, funny. I, I think like it was it. like a YouTube recommendation. But ah, dude, it's so funny. Half the music that I listen to is just funny to me. And so I heard, I like saw this music video and I started watching. And I was like, oh crap, that's actually really funny. And so like I showed my roommates. I like made them watch it. And so now like it's like one of our songs that like, we all listen to in the car. What I think is funny is just like how relatable, like how real is that? Yes. Though? Like think about it. Like think about guys. Like how how many sweatshirts, jackets, and just normal shirts have been taken from you because they're comfy. And then, but you never get them back after the breakup. You yeah, know? you'll never get those back. And then, like, the my favorite part is the falsetto. Like, how high his voice gets. That's my sweater. <laughs> my sweater. Anyways, so, yeah. That's... I can definitely hear the, like, WTF exactly. <laughs> in his voice. Exactly. So, yeah, that's my song of the week. We are going to add these to our playlist. I hope you guys are following. It's called Wave the Planet. So... Very simple, very easy to find on our KXTR 100.7 The Planet Spotify. So, we have a lot of music news today. Uh, probably not really any sports. We'll probably just do a Texans uh, football, baseball update. Or, I mean, softball, baseball update. But we have a lot of music news. Yeah, it seems like, uh, you know, a lot of these stories are, um, well, with three of these stories are follow-ups. So, we, t- we were talking about, um, as we find more information, we're going to bring it up. And then, of course, man, it just seems like this was like a bad week for rappers. It was man. just a great week to get arrested. Yeah, there's just a lot of stuff going on. So it's just uh, we got a little bit of uh, update on our 21 Savage, our Takashi 69, and our RL Kelly uh, news. So we got a little bit of that, and then of course we got a bunch of brand news to go in. So I think we're gonna go again get started. What would what would you like to start off with? Um. Let's just go ahead and get that R. Kelly update out of the way. Um, oh. If you don't want to hear this sensitive material, you can skip about five minutes or so. Um, we're going to talk about the R. Kelly trial. I'm hoping he's on. Is he on trial at this point? Um, he is currently in the hands of the grand jury okay. and that is convened. So hopefully he, he will be indicted soon. Good. I hope he doesn't get away with it this time. So I'm going to go ahead I'm going to go into the story. So R. Kelly's fate is currently in the hands of a grand jury that is secretly convened the last week and is now in the real possibility that the singer can finally be indicted on criminal charges. Uh, sources close to the situation has confirmed to the blast in the grand jury that convened last week by the Cook County's state attorney office in Chicago. We're told that the grand jury, comprised of a group of citizens, was formed on the heels of attorney Michael Aventi during a videotape allegedly depicting Kelly engage in sexual activity with an underage girl. Since the airing of the Lifetime docuseries Surviving R. Kelly, the public has become more demanding that the charges be brought against him. But officials have yet to been formally charge the stars they have dealt with the hurdles of locating victims and forming a case. So, however, one of the powers of the Cook County State Attorney Office is the ability to assemble a grand jury which can issue an indictment against a defendant without prosecutors having to be present or having to present evidence at a preliminary hearing in front of a trial judge and a defense counsel. So the grand jury may also summon witnesses as they consider the matter at hand and decide on a possible indictment. So, Cook's top prosecutor, Kim Fox, has been publicly pleading with the alleged victims and a witness to come forward so that they can put a case together against Kelly. 
Fox is a sexual assault survivor herself and has admitted that the docuseries on the R&B star has sickened her. So we're told that the grand jury will be presented with the VHS tape, which appears to be of Kelly having sex with an underage girl and of any is representing the man who allegedly worked for R. Kelly and claims to know the identity of the girl in the tape. And she allegedly refers to her age as 14 years old. The walls have been closing in on Kelly for weeks, including a task force raiding his record studio in Chicago and a criminal investigation launched in Georgia. Uh, Kelly has also maintained his innocence with statements throughout this time through his attorney and also as a public birthday party where he proclaimed, I don't give an F. So, wow. uh, Man, each, the arrogance of the man just kind of irritates me a lot. Like, <laughs> Well, here's the thing. Um, you'd be arrogant, too, if you kept getting away with it. He literally, every time that he's like gone to court for it or anything like that, he's gotten away with it. So, I mean, it's kind of like, why would he think that he's not going to get away with it again? I suppose. I just um, hope um, they, like I said, they don't have to, uh, since they're doing it in a uh, grand jury, they don't have to worry about, like, uh, defense uh going against a defense team having to bring in all those charges and from it through entire trial and through a trial judge they're able to actually get a charge for him through this hopefully <laughs> well and see uh the tape that they're talking about is an actual vhs tape. so yeah how long has that been um they talked about it in the documentary um that because this tape has been used in evidence before. Uh-huh. Um, but they never had, like, the victim? Or? No. The parents did not. She was too young at the time. The okay. parents said, that's not my daughter. They were getting paid off. Absolutely, 100%. They were getting paid off. Yeah. Um, the niece. So it was a woman who worked with him closely. Okay. It was her niece. Okay. On the tape. Um, and this is the P tape. And so it was her niece on the tape, and she... Um, you know, had brought her to the studio when she would come record with R. Kelly and things like that. And so he got to know her pretty well. Um, you know, she testified and said, yes, that is her on the tape. Um, her family was against it. And so I he, he got away with it. And the thing is, um, I just recently watched, um, this isn't going to sound related, but Abducted in Plain Sight. But, Have you watched it? Yes. Okay. So... Here's the thing. Um, there were a lot. I'm not going to. A couple spoilers, Ugh. but we'll say spoiler alert before. Spoiler alert. This man, um, he was best friends with the family. He, he had affairs with both of the parents. Not only did he have affairs with both of the parents. Yeah. Well, yes. He also um, molested the daughter multiple times. So he was cheating on the parents with the with daughter. The daughter. <laughs> and the parents okay. were cheating okay, on each other. Uh, yeah, but, but the daughter was like 12, so yeah. it's not really, you know, they're not in a consensual relationship. Mm-hmm. She legally couldn't consent. The thing here is why I want to relate it to the situation is because he takes her, spoiler alert, he takes her, he kidnaps mm-hmm. her, he marries her in Mexico, and then he comes, they finally get found, he's forced to bring her back. They bring charges up against him in, what is it, Utah? Um, oh no! Uh, not at that time they were in Utah. Like it's an M. Minnesota was it? Minnesota? Mm, Something know. up there, like north, but east, it, something basically like that. He 
blackmailed the parents into dropping all the charges. Exactly. And the parents, he, his wife went over to their house and said, basically, if you guys don't drop the charges, we're going to let everyone in the town know that you had an affair, um, that the mother had an affair with him. Not the father. She didn't tell him about that yet. But that the mother had an affair. So they were ashamed of the things that they have done. Mm-hmm. And because of that, they put her, they put their daughter in an even worse situation. And I feel like that's the same thing that happened when this yeah. first went on trial. Literally, the he told the parents, I'll pay you off. Just don't say anything. They're like, mm, okay, you know, we're going to mm-hmm. we're going to take this money. But the thing is, that's not doing anybody any good. That's not you, you have you only have yourself to repent to at the end of the day or whatever. But like, I don't know. And not even a religious thing, but just like you have yourself to answer to. But I feel like as a parent, you have, you know, you have children that rely on you. And, mm-hmm. you know, if your number one priority is to keep them safe and taking money from this man is not keeping them safe. It's just it's just enabling him more. Hopefully they have a. Hopefully they're going to be able to get her and get him indicted. Uh, I want him locked up for the rest of his life. Yeah, he needs to. However long that he may definitely be. needs to pay. Definitely needs to pay. It's, uh, it's wild. It's yeah. It's disgusting. Uh, it's just it sickens me that it's even been able to go on for all this time. So, so hopefully, finally, we'll get it, get him behind bars. For good, behind bars for good. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> Anything um, more positive? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Not really. <laughs> well, I mean, it's positive if you're Takashi 69 It's not positive if you're the um, person that he assaulted. So, uh, in a missing word, in a recently released transcript of Takashi 69s plea, he had hearing as fans and even his baby mama believing that the rapper could be released in no time. Um, so, basically, what had gone out is with him um, working with the FBI, working with the government, that they're going to uh, basically drop all charges um, and like dropping counts one through nine and anything that he had already confessed to uh, will be taken away, which strip like they wouldn't prosecute against it. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. So they ha- has like this very, 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 very small chance to um depending on how the information that he has uh may maybe walking away um however <laughs> in a uh, transcript of the Takashi's plea hearing that was released this week and according to the document his obligations under the agreement says if Takashi abides by the deal the US attorney office agrees not to prosecute the defendant for the crimes set forth in counts one through nine of the superseding information and as well as the additional crimes that the defendant has told the government about. Uh, so anyone that, like, just read that, it kind of seems like, you know, he might be released. Yeah. Um, well, according, like, to a more of a, like, a lawyer standpoint, mm-hmm. um, the passage is a very, is missing a very important word, further. Uh, as in the document should have stated that the U.S. Attorney's Office agrees not to prosecute the defendant further for the crime set forth on the counts one through nine of the superseding information. So there's a big difference between that. Uh, so basically the difference between that is that um, 
they can still charge with what they have or, or they can bring it up to the judge. The judge can give him a lightened sentence, but he'd still get sentenced. So um, it's been reported that Takashi faces a minimum of 47 years based on the conviction and his cooperation. Yeah. And we're told that if he's determined that he's cooperated fully, a portion of his agreement states that, and this is straight transcript from that, uh, the government agrees that it will file at the time of sentencing a motion pursuant to 5K 1.1 of the sentencing guidelines and move further pursuant to 3553E for a sentence below any mandatory minimum. However, if it is determined that the defendant has not fully cooperated, if the defendant has lied, or if he has committed any additional crimes that the government may not move under 5K 1.1 and 3553E, and if that is, and if that is the case, the government does not move the defendant is still he cannot withdraw his guilty plea so basically what it is saying is that there's a chance with all the information given um that there's a very slim chance he could get away with nothing however it seems like for the most part um it's going to be like a very lightened sentence maybe mm-hmm. in the teens maybe sub 10 wow so um but with this, he's going to be have to get moved into protective custody, and I. Okay, see, this is that's that's it's kind of hard. This I, is where like you can't. This is where I'm like okay because if hide he him. if he no, his rainbow hair, his sixty nine tattoos of sixty nine, this big old six nine on his face, you can't hide that. Are you kidding me? To me, he is an idiot. I kind of do think he's an idiot. We've talked about before how he just like raps about things, mm-hmm. and he he may not mean them. So um, another rapper right now got arrested for double homicide. We're gonna talk about that later. But he literally has a song called "Murder on My Mind," like, and he he knows you know he's a murderer. So like that's the difference. He's probably gonna take this sentence and do his time. Six nine is he kind of just like snitch everybody out, and he's like, no, I I'm not this, and so um. Now he's not having to pay the price, um, but for what? What is he going to do? If he's mm-hmm. going to you know, be in protective custody, he can't make music anymore? Mm-mm. To me, it's like not even worth it. Like At this point, you're not even going to be able to have a successful career anymore. You're not even, you know, you're going to literally be, I will look at him as a more respectful person if he were to go to jail and do his time versus is Versus him being a rapper who got off. Yeah. See, I feel like if, I feel like they're gonna have to move him out of the country if they're gonna try to keep him in protective custody. Absolutely, they're gonna have to send him to a country that doesn't really know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, because I mean, you already know there's uh, even if he were to get off, you know, he's gonna have hits on him. One hundred percent. He has hits. On, he has hits on him right now. I put money on that. But you know who put money on? I. You know what? I. Oh, I was gonna use the term "put your money where your mouth is," but I can't. Uh-huh. Not with so okay. Charlemagne the God. If you don't know who Charlemagne the God is, look him up. He uh, he has a radio talk show, and I, I genuinely I agree with some of the stuff he says. I don't agree with some of the other stuff he says. Um, but he said in an interview that he will perform. Oh my God, perform fellatio. Fellatio. There we go. On uh, Takashi 69 if he beats this case, if he gets no jail time. So, 
Um, and he, he, he goes on to say, you know, me saying that you should know that I mean business. Like I, um, like 100% he doesn't think that, you know, he's going to get out, but here's the thing he might. I think there's a very, very small chance he'll get off. Um, I do think he's probably going to get a sub 10 year sentence. If not that, I don't think it's going to go over the teens. No, I Um, don't, I don't either. Honestly, if he does time, it won't be much. Um, which is kind of, I don't know. Plus, it's probably going to be in a federal facility, federal prison, and he's probably going to be placed um, placed where he's probably pretty comfortable. So Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I feel like it would be better for him to just do the time or just do some time, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. Uh, you got kind of terrified, you know, 47 years in front of you. You know, you get kind of scared. I get it to an extent, but, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like, thank God I'm not in that position. Exactly. Because I wouldn't know what to do. So uh, so that's the update on our R. Kelly, and that's the update on our Takashi 69. Um, next, we'll move into... We'll do another update. So uh, we have an update on 21 Savage. Um, he has been released, um, but he went on to discuss his undocumented status um, and he answered a couple questions and, uh, reading through this, I think it's very important. I'm going to go ahead and read through all of his questions and answers, but, um, he made some really, I think, powerful statements. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't know. I never like, I liked, I liked 21 Savage as a rapper. I just like, like some of his songs. I just thought they were catchy, but see, in my, in my opinion, like it's not at fault Yeah. for a lot of it. Like, yeah, it's, exactly. Like, it's not his fault. I think that this is going to also start making people look at the immigration system different. Mm-hmm. Because um, this is such a blindsiding like, fact. Like, exactly. What? Um, but we'll talk about that after I read this. So he never discussed his undocumented status uh, for fear of catching the attention of the authorities. But he's been speaking out about it quite a bit after he got arrested. And he sat down with Good Morning America on Friday in addition to Sunday's interview with The Times. So those are two huge mm-hmm. outlets. That um, I don't know if they've ever run stories on him before, but and if I mean, so, you know, it probably would have been about his music. Um, they had uh, ex- they had expedited this uh, whole proceeding because he wasn't supposed to get released until today. Yeah, and but a- he got um he got out on like a pretty good sized bond. They finally gave him a bond to get out on. Yeah, and of course, you know, they expedited it because he is who he is, right? Um, and because it got so much public attention, and I'm sure I, I can only. I can only imagine it's due to community backlash. Well, that and um, I love the way like when he speaks about this, he calls himself an undocumented immigrant. Um, He said that, you know, him getting this much attention is because he uh, feels like he needs to. He has the responsibility. He wanted to do all this stuff because he feels responsible Mm -hmm. and he needs to advocate for other undocumented immigrants who feared deportation. So, you know, he's including himself. He says, my situation is important because I represent poor black Americans and I represent poor immigrant Americans. He said, you got to think about all the millions of people that ain't 21 Savage. That's in 21 Savage shoes. So um, basically, you know, he's just saying that, like, you got to think about, yeah, he got arrested and, you know, feared deportation, Mm -hmm. was able to get out on bond because of who he is, but was still in custody for a while. Mm -hmm. Think about the people who that doesn't happen to. Um, he remained in ICE custody at the Irwin County Detention Center in South Georgia until February 13th when he was released on a $10,000 bond. The next day, he was in a hotel room 
in a suburb of North Atlanta surrounded by several members of his legal team. Dressed in somber all-black, he spoke at length about his childhood, this time his time in detention, the Grammy Award ceremony he missed, and how growing up without legal status shaped the person he became. These are edited excerpts from the conversation. Do you remember first arriving here when you were young? Yeah, everything was like bigger. I come from the poor side of London. My grandma's house is real skinny. So when we first moved out here, we was living in the hood still, but it was like way bigger. The toilet size, the bathroom size, it was just different. But I fell in love with it. That's it's all I know. Do you remember when you became aware that your status wasn't settled? Probably like the age when you start to get your driver's license. I couldn't never take driver's ed. I couldn't never go get a job about that age. Was it something you wanted to get taken care of? It felt impossible. It got to the point where I just learned to live without it because I still ain't got it. I'm 26 and I'm rich. So just learn to live without it. Honestly, those sound like song lyrics. Hmm? That's going to be in his new song. Um, Were you aware that there was a possibility that at some point you might not be able to stay in the country? Yeah, for sure. It's like my worst nightmare. That's why it's always been trying to get corrected. Even if you got money, it ain't easy. It ain't no favoritism, and I respect it. I honestly respect it. It would be kind of messed up if they treated rich immigrants better than poor immigrants, I think. Um, How draining was it being in detention, especially with the uncertainty of how long it was going to last? It really wasn't jail. It was the possibility of me not being able to live in this country no more, that I've been living in my whole life, and all that just going through your head like... I love my house. I ain't going to be able to go in my house no more. I ain't going to be able to go to my favorite restaurant that I've been going to for 20 years straight. That's the most important thing. If you tell me I'll give you $20 million to go stay somewhere you ain't ever stayed, I'd rather be broke. I'll still I'll sit in jail to fight to live where I've been living my whole life. Yeah, he had said he's not going down without a fight. He's not going to be leaving Atlanta without a fight. So, um, I, man. To me, this story... Is important because um, oh, 100 because he, there's like he had said right here. He says my situation is important because I re- represent the poor black Americans and and I represent the poor immigrant Americans. He said you got to think about all the millions of people that ain't 21 Savage that's, that's in 21, 21 Savage's shoes. Exactly. So it's definitely bringing awareness to uh, the situation for sure. I think it's also bringing awareness to our immigration system and our immigration policies because you just got to think about it like um, and that's why like when the issue of DACA and all that stuff Mm -hmm. happened because it's one I don't know for me it's one thing for someone to come over illegally it's another Mm -hmm. thing for someone to bring their kids and then their kids you know grow up and just because you know what's the first thing you remember when you were a kid how old were you like uh, I remember, like, I was, like, two-ish. Okay, so kids who come over here when they're, like, two, three, yeah. they don't remember anything else but this. See, and that's why it's, like, it's definitely, um, because I'm, you know, because I'm, like, I'm a strong advocate for legal immigration, but I, I do agree, if, I, I, I do believe um, if you do come and reap the benefits of America, and you're not here giving to it. I mean, that's kind of, to me, that's just against the law. And, um, well, that's all like feelings aside. Like that's just against the law. However, I get really, I I really don't know where I sit because it's not, it's not the kid's fault. Yeah. I think one of the main issues with immigration 
one of the thing issues with America that needs to be worked out is because a lot of people say if you are like what you said, if you come to America and you're reaping the benefits, but you're not contributing, that should not be okay. And right. I definitely agree. But what I also agree is, is if you're living in America and you're reaping the benefits and you're not contributing, then I don't think that's okay either. You oh, know what I mean? Oh yeah, because like I, I have no respect for people that take advantage of the system. Because I think that a lot of the times, the way that like, and the way immigration is changing things, definitely, it always has and it always will because, and I don't want to make a blanket statement, but I think that um, we have to like look at immigration as a thing and look at the people as a who, because a lot of like, if in certain, like certain places, like Mm -hmm. in California, if you were to try to uh or in florida even if you were to try to deport all of the illegal immigrants there it would literally crush the economy Mm -hmm. i think that we need to look at a better an easier legalization system and also i I can it's 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 a you come here to contribute to american society and reap those benefits so i think that you should be able to reap those benefits if you contribute to american society yeah i agree and it's just like that that's the whole thing. I try to stay away because, man, it's there's no one there's no one answer. No, for anything you can't just. It's I, not a one. It's, it's a one situational thing. Deal. Yeah, it's, it's um absolutely. It's definitely a case by case scenario. Yeah, you, you're dealing with people's lives here. It's it's definitely a a case by so, case thing. I think, I think we should have a specialized court to go with our eye system. That absolutely. can go that can go based off of uh, case by case with. With some leniency, with maybe not um, granting them citizenship status, but maybe like give them like a visa, give them some time, getting them like a work. I think it should be easier to obtain a work visa. I agree. Um, I agree. If you're coming to work, I don't think I I I don't think you should get turned down. That's me because I'm more of an economy kind of person. But again, like I don't know the politics behind it. I don't know how one thing affects the other because it, like I said, it's it's not a one. One answer fix all kind of deal. No, it's really not, and that's the thing. It's uh, that uh, that's why why immigration is so hard because it's a lot of um, there's there's two sides. Well, not necessarily two sides, but you mean there's like different opinions about it. There's people who are like, you know, this isn't your home, and then there's people who are like, well, you're not contributing, and then there's like, I, I mean, it's to just me, a bunch of different like. To me, it's like it puts up my morals um, against my ethics. Is like based on of I know this is the law of right and wrong, but then then there's like the human side of me is like, yeah, it will. And see, that's the thing. The law also. I also think that we just need to. Um, I think every so often we need to reevaluate the law. I agree. You know, um, I, I agree. That's why. That's why we have like ways put into place to overturn laws, to update yeah. laws. Absolutely. So, I think we need to go ahead and take a look at our laws. And definitely soon. in this, like, just in this age, uh, like. We got to, I think we got to go back, not to, like, mention the whole. Um, we talked about the blackface thing that happened, didn't we? Did we talk about that last week? Uh, I'm not sure we got time. Or we got. Time I don't think we had time to, to get there. Yeah. Well, basically, just a judge from Virginia, uh, or not a judge, I'm sorry, uh, was it like a politician? It was, a, it was a politician. Yeah. I don't remember if he was the state senator, um, but from Virginia, he got caught up in a blackface scandal. Um, and people are saying, well, you know, back then it was fine. It, it wasn't really that long ago, though. I know. And um, we, I think we need to, we need to actually take a look at our laws again, because, you know, some of that stuff used to be legal. 
slavery wasn't was legal until you know it wasn't a law anymore and then even still there were so many other laws you know i yeah. think that our legal system not necessarily is made to be interpreted but um i think that it needs some reevaluation as the times change i think our laws need to kind of fit i agree you know uh, our mold I agree because, you know, um, I think our laws should evolve with the society. Exactly. Because, I mean, like, like, let's think about it. Like, when they made the Declaration of Independence and everything, like, they did it with by candlelight with a quill. Yeah. And when <laughs> they said every man, they meant every man. Yeah. And now we're on the moon. So, <laughs> you are know, we, there's a couple, there's a couple different. Uh, technically, <laughs> we're not there anymore, but. <laughs> oh, yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> but, um. Yeah, I just I think I think that uh, we should definitely be updating it. I don't think we should be basing all everything on it. <laughs> yeah, I think that. Um, I think if like certain... Thomas Jefferson were to be here right now, he'd be like, yeah, he'd be like, you realize y'all have like spaceships, right? <laughs> I, yeah, I think that there's a lot of stuff that um, we focus too much on of what it meant back then, and we don't necessarily look at like. But, Certain laws, like the Quartering Act, see, but, we don't need that anymore, But you know? at the same time, immig- like, okay, back then, to immigrate to America, you had to get on a get ship. Get on a boat. And come from... Uh, One place it, to another. Yeah. Uh, now, you know, it's... But, like, that was easy. You yeah. You get on that boat, you're here, citizen. And so, yeah, I think that we just need to reevaluate. I'm glad. I don't want to say I'm glad that he got arrested and taken into custody, but I'm glad that he's... Bringing awareness to it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's uh, speaking up about it as well. So, definitely. Um, I mean, that's definitely not the end of the case. That's just the beginning. Absolutely not. And we'll keep you Because guys... he's on bail, so he still has to go through trial and everything. So We'll keep you saying. guys updated with all of that situation. As we get information on it, for sure, because... Yeah. Um, Hopefully within the next, uh, hopefully by the next time we'll have an indictment on R. Kelly. Um, hopefully, fingers crossed. F- figure out what Takashi's doing, hmm. and then hopefully, like, hopefully, figure out kind of like what the judge's point of view and like how how that it's all uh, going into his proceedings. So, yep. hopefully, by next week we'll have all that. <laughs> but now I'm gonna move into I guess a little bit better news. I'll say a little bit more happy news, I should say. Oh, for the uh, new beloved father. If you'll remember, Lil Xan, um, he's got plenty of songs out now. Um, he, he's I don't want to say he's most known for well, dating Noah Cyrus. ex-fiance. <laughs> yeah, he's really that meme the of one him, who like, gave licking him her face. A bong to... Um, to Billy Ray. <laughs> on <Yeah>. his birthday. <laughs> um. I think he also said that he's, like, not going to make music anymore, which I was like, that's good news. Like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying. I think it should be – I think it's good for him. Yeah. Personally. Because I feel like it was just, like – it's just not – I feel like – I feel like he was one of those, like, SoundCloud rappers who, like, just, like, making beats because it was fun and, like, had a song go off. Like, as soon as he got to, like, fame, he was like, I do not like this. I think that, like, I don't think everybody's meant to be famous. I really do think that some people are made to just be content working a Mm -hmm. nine-to-five job. Like, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. That's why I never want to be a CEO or CFO. I, I, like, I... I would love to develop and make it, but I don't want to be in charge of the rest of it, man. <laughs> I just want to. I just want to tinker. I just want to do me. <laughs> I just want to make enough money to be able to afford my new Jeep, a good, decent size house payment, and food for my dog. Yeah, 
I would and travel. Yeah, I was about to say at least travel. I would like to I would like to afford one vacation a year. Oh, absolutely. Just, just one. And nothing extravagant. I'm just saying like a nice vacation. I want to um you know what? Hey, for spring break, we'll talk about um We'll do a spring, when we do our spring break episode, we'll talk about how to vacation on a budget. Okay. Because honestly, I realize lately, it's not as expensive to travel as you think. Well, not with gas prices down. And then, of course, Airbnb also helps a lot. Oh, that changed the game. But, um, so anyways, Lil Xan is going to be a father. He is a father to be. Um, His partner, Annie Smith, and him are expecting a child. Um, He put it on an Instagram post. He said, Wanted to wait, but I just can't leave my fans in the dark. It's official. I'm going to be a father, he wrote. I love you guys so much and hope you stay long for this crazy journey. I've never felt more happy in my life. All of you are invited to the gender reveal party, I promise. So that means that he's probably going to do it on, like, Facebook Live or Instagram Live or something. 100%. There's no way that, you know, he's going to have all of his fans show up. Um, But the 22-year-old hip-hop artist who split with Noah Cyrus late last year after a short-lived relationship saved his kindest words for her new lover. Smith, who he thanks for saving me, um, a nod to her support while he attended rehab to treat opioid addiction. It's not only the impending arrival creating his assignment, Xan's. I don't like like when people call him Xan. What is his real name? He's updated on his official sophomore album, Be Safe, conceived as a tribute to his late friend, Mac Miller. He's also enthused, and he can't wait to show the world everything he's been working on at YouTube space. So he's not done rapping, which is good, I guess. I don't know. I'm I'm glad that he's clean. Yeah, that was like the number one thing. I hate... Because he had talked about... Well, definitely after Mac, he kind of was like, uh... Exactly. I hate, I think the, the, what I hate the most about like this new like rap culture and I guess mumble rap culture too is not even the like the everybody's why something something or little this big whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't like the drugs of it all. Right. Like I don't how, I don't like how drugs or certain types of drugs are being normalized. And I say certain types because I'm just going to say it. I don't think that certain drugs are bad. However, I don't, I like, because, especially prescription medication, I think that people are way over-prescribed. But, like, I think when used for what they're supposed to be used for, like Xanax, yes, that will calm you down and make you go to sleep. That will help you do those things. When you take it just because you don't need it or just because, that's when it you start to get addicted to it. And it's, then, see, it's just like, like I take Adderall. Yes, exactly. Uh, it, calm, it, like, focuses me down. It slows my thought process to where I focus on one thing at a time. And, I mean, it might, uh, no, don't get me wrong, like, an assignment that would normally take me, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes is going to take me more towards, like, 40 to an hour, but I'm going to get a lot more, I'm going to get a better grade. Well, see, that's the thing. And, like, those, my point is, is those drugs are prescribed for a reason. And, like I said, I do think we are over-prescribed in this country. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think that big pharma is a huge issue. Oh, yeah. But... When they're taken like they're supposed to be, I think that there is not a huge problem. Exactly. It's when you and me, well, I'm, I'm not, I can't, I'm not officially diagnosed ADD, but I, I am. <laughs> I, if you know me, I am. It would be different than someone 
who has no issues at all when it comes to focusing or doing things like that, them it's going to affect them in a different way. It hypes way. them. It makes them like super hyper. And that's a type of high for them. And I get that. But the thing is, is, is you don't understand the effects it's having on your body. Xanax, I, um, someone that I knew had someone in their life pass away because they OD'd on Xanax. Xanax slows your heart down. The mental... What do you think is going to happen if you take too many? Not only that, but like just the mental degradation. Well, yeah, because from using it's just these also they they help with the imbalance in your brain because there are certain reasons why you're ADD or things like that. Mm-hmm. There's a chemical imbalance, and right. it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a thing. Yeah. So when you're taking these. It's like, okay, let me balance these chemicals. If you don't have an imbalance, you're going to after you do this. See, and that's what I, I, I'd been told, like, like for, for instance, like Xanaxes. I guess they're used to, like, kind of like an antidepressant, and uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but it I know it fills you with endorphins. Yeah. And, like, so once you get used to taking them all the time when you're not prescribed them, you stop taking them. Your body doesn't know how to create those endorphins anymore. So there's just, I don't know. It's just. I'm, uh, I'm glad that he's clean. I think and, prescription um, drugs are probably the most dangerous of all the drugs. I think, yeah. I I would definitely agree. So. Um, well, I'm going to get a little on a happier note for a sec. Ariana Grande, he just, she just registered a new song. It's called Juice. Uh, a lot of times registered songs we don't really know what's going to happen with them but mm-hmm. um it's the it's produced by the same people who did imagine fake smile and in my head from her last thank you next album but we know that she does have new music coming on the way so it's not like one of those oh it's registered yeah. but this, she's been actively like oh yeah we're coming out we got new music coming out exactly um it debuted at number one thank you next actually uh debuted number one on the billboard hot 100 chart um and it's her fourth album to debut at number one. So it, it surpassed uh, Sorry Not Sorry at 179 million uh, streams on Spotify. It's now the most streamed female pop song of all time. Mm-hmm. So, and it kind of um, just came out, so that's kind of wild. Yeah, and she's the first female artist in history to replace themselves at number one on the UK singles chart. So basically that means that she had a song go number one, that song was no longer number one, and instead of, mm-hmm. you know, it replaces a new song, she, re- like... Replaced herself. Oh, which they man. have this big thing going on on Twitter that, like, I was confused, that her fans were saying, yes. boycott... Um, it was like... Seven Rings, or one of the songs. And I was confused yeah, on it, it, and so was she. Seven Rings or something. Well, after, um, they kind of, like, explained it, that yeah. um, since it was one of her songs was competing, I think Seven Rings was competing for it, or one of them songs yeah. was competing for that spot I think against was... herself. But if they had, a, if they allowed that, she would have the first time ever have be three different songs on it. Well, yeah, yeah. So it was I don't know, I don't know. It was either Thank You Next or Seven Rings, one of the two. But people were saying boycott it because they were trying to get it to trend up to number one. Mm-hmm. So like, so that way the other one. That way she would be the. First person ever to have three. I can't remember if it's all in one month or one year, like three top ones. So. Um, she's now the second female artist in history and the first since Madonna back in 1985. Hello, I wasn't alive then. 
um, to occupy the top two spots on the UK charts. So it's funny. Um, in the UK, Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored is number one. And then um, Seven Rings is number two. Speaking of Break Up With Your Girlfriend, I'm Bored or Girlfriend by Ava Levine, <laughs> um, she, Head Above Water, has now dethroned Thank You Next. Um, and is the number one album on iTunes worldwide. So, okay, Melissa. I mean, Avril, congratulations. That's what I'm saying. Like, she came out of nowhere. She was on this hiatus, and now all of a sudden she's topping the charge. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm about it. What's up? Yeah, Con- congratulations. Um, also, Mary, uh, Melly Mar- Melanie Martinez. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Um, she's going to release a new album this summer, which we had, uh, I know I brought up like four or five episodes before she had talked about it. Now we finally have like a confirmed, uh, time frame at least. And she's also working on, um, an hour and a half long movie called Cry Baby, which was also, I don't know if that was it's the like, name of her album or the name of one of her most famous Yeah, it songs. was a uh, name of uh, album. And I believe it's, I, I, I believe it's like. I'm trying to compare it to uh, somebody else's. I know um, Gaga had one kind of like it, I want to say. It's kind of similar. So, hmm, we'll see. Um, I am I know I'm excited. Like, I liked her music, and so I'm excited to hear it. But we're going to go ahead and move in. Uh, I know Sharnay had kind of talked about it a little bit, about the murder on my mind. Well, the rising 19-year-old rapper YNW Melly was charged with two counts of first-degree murder on Wednesday, February 13th, and uh, Melly has been accused of killing two of his closest friends, YNW Sack Chaser and YNW Juvie, in fatal shootings last year. Okay, and, I'm sorry. Did you just say Sack Chaser? Yeah. S-A-K Chaser. So my, okay, money, but okay. Wow, that's... <laughs> Quite a name. <laughs> and uh, so this was a sh- fatal shooting uh, back in 2018. And so he had kind of maintained this innocence on his Instagram. And uh, following the news of his arrest, public interest in this breakout 2017 single, Murder on My Mind, has peaked once again due to its lyrical content. Um, in fact, it's now reached number one on the U.S. Apple Music Charts. And according to the chart data, Meanwhile, the song has steadily been climbing on the Spotify charts, currently sitting at number 19. Um, so, yeah, like right there, they should have kind of known something was going up. But, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just me. They, uh, originally, like, they thought that that was his confession to the murder, except that it was released in 2017 while he murdered. The murder happened in 2018. So so maybe it was like his plan. Maybe. See, that's what I was thinking. I was like, man, he's just kind of talking about what he's going to do. So, but YNM Melly has been charged with two counts of first degree murder. Um, and I just, I don't see it. Okay. His legal name is Jamel Morris Demons, right? Demons is his last name. So demons? He's got some demons for wait, sure. Wait a minute. See, so, I, I'm pretty bad at math, but honestly, this is adding up for me. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff for sure. Um, so he turned himself in to Miramar police for the 2018 fatal shootings of Anthony Williams and Christopher Thomas Jr. Thankfully, we have the real names. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, they were two aspiring rappers who were also real good friends with Melly. And according to the Sun Sentinel, the victims were driving to Memorial Hospital 
Miramar at around 4.35 a.m. on October 26, 2018, where Williams and Thomas had sustained multiple gun wounds and were pronounced dead in the emergency room. Uh, so shortly after the victim's death, the artist's lawyer told the press his client was in mourning. So he's sad. He's upset, obviously. Attorney Bradford Cohen told the Sun Sentinel back in October. Those were his best friends. Uh, yeah. Cortland Henry also was taken into custody in connection to the shooting, and he faces premeditated murder charges. And according to uh, TCP Palm, Miramar investigators determined that Melly was the one who fatally shot Williams and Thomas. And authorities told the outlet Melly and Henry had staged the crime scene to resemble a drive-by shooting. So I haven't heard this song, but, you know, if they definitely talk about a drive-by shooting in it, you know, uh, it's definitely a couple red flags there. Honestly. Um, but then I, I just, what I want to know is, and I looked for it, there's not really a reason, because he's still claiming his innocence. Um, why would you kill two of your best friends? Uh, that I, I, know, couldn't, I, I couldn't so. even I couldn't even imagine. Yeah, exactly. One, losing a, one of my best friends, let alone killing them. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, I, I don't honestly know what, um, I guess, and like I said earlier, this is kind of like the opposite. I feel like maybe somebody crossed them or something. I don't know. It's possible, but this, I just, one thing I know is, uh, unlike Takashi, I don't think he's going to be able to get away. I don't either. There's no way. I really don't. Um, good luck to him, question mark, but I, I don't think he's going to get away with it. Um, but I will keep you guys updated on that situation. So I know I know we had a bunch of happy news today, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Here's for the happy news. Like we said, it was a great week to get arrested. Um, just a quick sports update: the All Star Weekend happened. Uh, Team LeBron won. But honestly, my favorite part is um, the skills challenge in the games. Mm-hmm. Jason Tatum won the uh, skills challenge. Um, who won the? Uh, the guy who won the three-point competition didn't even look excited about it, so I was mad. But mm-hmm. Steph Curry, he has a brother named Seth Curry, oh. who plays in the NBA. Interesting. Yeah, they were both at the three-point competition, so that was kind of cool. See, I was like, man, do they still do the dunking competition? Yeah, they still do the man. dunk. Some of the dunks were actually kind of weak this year. Yeah, so. they they seem to be – you just can't compete with what – I mean, yeah. it's well, it's really hard to come up with anything original now anyway. Exactly, because so. everything's been done. <laughs> uh, just a real quick blanket on Tarleton Sports. Baseball is now 2-8. and eight. Um, They are on a two-game losing streak. Um they played Arkansas Fort Smith, won one out of the three game series they played this weekend. But they, oh yeah, far, sorry, they won one of the four. <laughs> that just makes the odds worse. <laughs> um, but, well, at least, okay, at least they can uh, say, yeah, we might have lost four times. I mean, hey, they, but the it was game, the same team. The game they won was a shutout, so it was six to one, zero after they lost zero to six. So yeah, just repaying them back. After winning two, you kind of put your uh, third string in. Yeah, um, but they'll be playing at home uh, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday if you want to check them out. And then our Charleston softball team is also on a they're on a one game losing streak, um, but they are eleven and two. Uh, they went ahead and had a series with uh, Cameron this weekend, uh, and they won two of those three. They're also playing at home this week on Friday, Saturday. Um, not on Sunday. They have a doubleheader on Saturday and then uh, next Friday. And both teams, is it both against uh, Texas A&M? You know what? I think they 
Uh, no. no. UC okay. Colorado Springs, actually, which is a place that I'm looking at um, looking at going to, hmm? kind of working at. Talk to, oh, I didn't, I didn't tell you about that. I'll tell uh-huh. you about that later. Talk to John this week. So um, exciting Fantastic. career stuff coming up. Before we end it off, um, yeah. we didn't leave out that Joe Flacco. Oh, yeah, yeah. He so, is now being traded to the... Broncos. Okay, so if you guys know, I'm sure, I think I've talked about it before, but I'll be graduating in May. My plan, um, I have my lease until July, the very end of July, so my plan is to move to uh, Colorado. I kind of want to just get a job up there for a little bit and hopefully get a job in my field, get some experience um, going into public relations, but I would love to work in marketing, sports marketing, sports advertising, Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, So I definitely plan on being involved with sports and stuff up there and I've come to the I mean I know I'm gonna have to be a Broncos fan um (laughs) but now I'm gonna have to be a Joe Flacco fan which I don't know how the Ravens did it for so long um so I mean I'm gonna I'm gonna bite my tongue and I'm gonna do it I mean it's better than who they have yeah see yeah and I mean it kind of went downhill after Peyton so not that Peyton was great either when you played with the Broncos. He wasn't horrible, but it was just, you know, the end of his career. Got him to the Super Bowl. At Eli Manning. So um, <laughs> he's done too. I mean, he, need to reti- he needs to retire. But anyways, so yeah, I'm going to have to become a Broncos fan. I mean, uh, which is fine. But a Joe Flacco fan is what I don't know if I can do. But I do like the Nuggets jerseys. There you go. So I'm pumped about and that. And then, of course, you got the Avalanches. So yes. at least you get to stay in some hockey. Exactly. And then... um. You know, I I really couldn't I really can't complain because they have football, basketball, hockey, and baseball. I'll be a Rockies fan. That's fine. So I'll I'll come see him. Hopefully, the can't Rangers be worse will than play. Being a Rangers fan. <laughs> I'm a Blue Jays fan too. So um, next week we'll update you guys. It was uh, All Star Weekend, so it's the second half of the uh, NBA. We'll upst- update mm-hmm. you guys next week with uh, what the standings are. Who's not making the playoffs at the Cleveland Browns? Um, and just whatever else is going on, but so like I said, we are uh, make sure we're going to get you updated with the Twenty One Savage, the Takashi Six Nine, and the R Kelly as well. And that's going to be all on a next week episode of Wave, Wave of the, the Planet. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.